Joining us now, Lamar Villery, Portfolio Manager at Villery Balanced Funds, Villery & Company, to give us his thoughts on a few things, some stock picks, but some broad-based thoughts as well. As we look, obviously, inflation is still a story. We have the debt ceiling looming. What's on your mind when you look at China's Evergrande and how that sort of trickled into our markets, too? Um, when we look at sentiment and trading, what are your thoughts? So, you know, even with all those potential overhangs, and there's always going to be something overhanging uh, the market and concerning investors, we think it's generally a pretty positive outlook. Uh, the market has gotten expensive, and, you know, obviously we're watching the Fed like everyone else and to see what happens as we can get um, some more numbers and tell us that, yeah, there is some inflation, and that is something we need to keep an eye on. But that said, the U.S. market, the U.S. economy appears to be in great shape, and we, we think that's a great place to be. So it's a great, it's in great shape and it's a great place. Tell me why. Why is, why is it, why should we not worry about any of the headwinds that we talk about? Well, it's not that you're not worried about them. Obviously, you've got to keep an eye on everything. But, but COVID, in terms of impact on consumer behavior, seems to be mostly behind us. Uh, the Fed, while we believe it is going to slow down, it's, it's not going to stop uh, buying securities anytime soon. And at least, you know, where we invest at Villering Company, we're focused on more on small and mid-cap U.S. companies. And the majority of those, uh, are, you know, have some level of shield from China. So uh, we think, based on what's going on in the U.S., in just the U.S., uh, if you put the China concerns aside, uh, things are pretty, pretty attractive from an investment perspective. So we still think we're seeing some All right. Yeah, so let's get to some of these. I know Caesars Entertainment has been on your radar. This as um, obviously gambling becomes more and more legal online, different states. Um, there's no doubt. And Caesars has been making some moves with as well. Tell me a little bit about your stock pick of Caesars. Sure. So Caesars, as you know, is the, the biggest uh, U.S. Uh, gaming operator. So again, with our, our perspective on China, there's no none of this giant uh, Macau uh, overhang like you have with Wynn, for example. So with Caesars, you've got over 50 U.S. casinos, uh, some great brands, highly profitable. They're all they've all reopened and are all doing very well. You also have uh, you know they completed the purchase of William Hill Gaming, so they've got a massive online gaming opportunity. They're going to spend about a billion dollars in the next two and a half years. You've probably already seen some of the uh, commercials they've been showing with J.B. Smoove as, as the new Caesar. Uh, they're, they're very much attracting this market, and we think there's a lot to uh, be gained there. Right now, Caesars is worth, or the market cap of Caesars is about $25 billion. DraftKings, which is losing money online only, is about $20 billion. So we think you're getting, you know, if you compare those two, you're getting the entire uh, operations of legacy Caesars casinos for just a very little bit, for about $5 billion. Uh, that's a great place to be. And they've also got the advantage of they've got the massive Caesars Rewards program. So we think that's a that's a very attractive, even though it's had a huge run, uh, we think that's a great place to uh, put some money. Right, and, and people like those kind of programs, right? Loyalty and brand recognition. And um, there, there's definitely, we've seen that working with many, many companies with marketing and big business. And the fact that the Caesars stock has run up, it was at 43 bucks about a year ago, and now it's at 119 um, right off that. Still a yeah. winner. I mean, you think it has upside, right? Still a winner. Um, you know, we think a lot of that, there, there were concerns, you know, it got as low as the single digits uh, back during the, uh, the total COVID lockdown. And uh, you know, a lot of that was bankruptcy concerns. I mean, this was basically El Dorado casinos bought Caesars, so kind of the little fish following, uh, swallowing the whale, and there were concerns that they, they took on too much debt. 
This management team has done yeah. this before very successfully. They've managed to delever. They've managed to uh, improve margins, all the while we're getting this massive spend to grow on the uh, on mm -hmm. the onlines. We think that's a huge opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then what about uh, Freeport McMoran? Always one that we like to look at when it comes to copper and commodities and more. It's off its highs of $46 that it hit back in early May. But you think this one is one to add to the portfolio? Why? Sure. So, Caesar, I mean, sorry, Freeport does have some China uh, exposure. They, they obviously sell China as a major user of copper. But the, the reason we like the stock is well, twofold. We liked it before because we liked the outlook for copper. We think you know there's going to be a huge infrastructure mm. spend at least here in the U.S. as people move to electric cars. An electric car uses four times as much copper as a uh, gas-burning car. So we think there's a the outlook for copper is strong. The problem we had with Caesars was they had a huge amount of leverage, and they've spent the last year really paying down and taking care of that leverage. So what we're looking forward to in the uh, beginning next year is a huge return of capital to shareholders, whether that's going to be a dividend or share repurchases, one-time dividend. We're not really sure. Management hasn't been clear. But the fact of the matter is this thing is a huge cash flow generator, and it's just about time for uh, the shareholders are going to be, again, enjoying that. Ah, okay. Good point. I understand what you're saying. And everybody's been watching materials and such, too. as um, a lot of hope for more reopening and more in the industrial space. And so I guess they're all sort of intertwined. Last but not least, open lending. The ticker symbol is LPRO. Tell us about that sure. one. Yeah. So open lending basically um, helps lenders, auto lenders, uh, lend to near what we call near prime uh, consumers. So they're, they're very comfortable lending to prime consumers, but there's this huge uh, sort of middle ground. They're not really subprime. They're not really prime. And you know, a lot of people who are just below, say, a 720 or 710, on their FICO score, a lot of the lenders balk at that. So what, what open lending does is they partner with, with insurance companies to take care of the uh, default risk, and they sit between the lenders and the, uh, the borrowers. There's no cost for adding these uh, individual customers, and they take a piece of basically every, uh, every uh, auto loan. They make over $1,000 per auto loan with no default risk. They're not using their balance sheet. It's just the information. It's sort of like an improved FICO. Um, and they've had a lot of luck signing up car makers as well as uh, yeah. you know, lenders. So it's growing. It's growing like a weed. It's growing. It's about double revenues over last year. We think it's going to keep growing above 30 percent for the next several years. And even EBITDA margins, cash flow margins are about 65 percent. And we think they can go up from there.